Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and comforts in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Gosh, I'm glad to be with you guys today. Thank you again for listening to the Culture Coach Podcast. Let's get right into it. How do you fix a cultural flub? Uh, How do you fix a cultural mess up? Uh, How do you fix it when you stick your foot in your mouth? How do you fix it when uh, you refer to someone in a way that they don't prefer or you know, how do you fix it? I, I've said oftentimes uh, on the podcast as well as with my own clients that, you know, you have to be willing to be awful before you're awesome in this work cross-culturally. I mean, that's just how it goes, particularly if you've just stepped into trying to get better and trying to navigate cultural waters. It's just what goes along with the territory. And so, as I've mentioned before, you know, that you have to be awful, but what happens when you're awful? I just realized today that um, I'm not sure I've ever really addressed that. What what do you do? What are the, the things you need to think about to get out of a mistake that you made, a cultural flub, uh, a cultural mistake that you came out of and or, or that you that you stepped into, I should say. And so I have three ways or three things you need to do after you make a cultural flub. Now, here's a couple of things to think about. Number one, you may not always know until later that the flub you made was cultural because that's the whole point, right? Particularly when you're stepping into navigating cross-culturally and it may be a first for you and you're trying some stuff out, you're putting some of the practices into place that I've been sharing with you over the last year and a half or so. You know, you're just starting to get into this work or just even into communicating with other people this way. Um, sometimes you're not going to know. Uh, and my, my, uh, my, and my generous assumption about you that are listening here is that when you step into something, you're stepping into it with a sense of curiosity, with a sense of bravery, um, with a sense of really wanting to honor, uh, other people in the process. And so a lot of times, you know, you're not going to be trying to make flubs, trying to make mistakes on purpose, right? Like you're actually trying to get better at what it is that you're doing, but what happens when it's brought to your attention? All right. So here's the thing. There are a couple of different ways that you can figure out if you have made a cultural flub. All right. First of all is something happens. You may say something or do something, and then maybe on the drive home or something like that, you've 
kind of have an epiphany or an awareness to think, oh, I'm not sure I did that right. Or, oh, you know, I may have made a mistake or you you perceive, uh, you know, the way that somebody may have reacted to something that you said and you're like, oh, I wonder if that was a mistake. So that's the one way you, you tend to find out. The second way and probably the uh, the most painful one for most of us and the one we're most afraid of is when we are trying to connect with other people, we make a mistake and then somebody needs to come and tell us uh, that we have offended them or somebody comes and tells us that we've made a mistake. Uh, even if it's in a generous way to say, hey, you know, you may have said this thing this way or did this thing. Here's how it was perceived. And here's how to do it instead, right? Um, that can just be a very vulnerable place to be. So no matter how you are aware of the mistake that you made or the cultural flub that you made, there are three things that you can do proactively uh, to lean in to this situation instead of retreating and being afraid of it. Because many times what happens is, you know, particularly when we make mistakes with anything where we unintentionally hurt other people, we unintentionally offend other people, we unintentionally make some or or create an environment where someone feels a certain way. And if you've been in leadership at any level or have dealt with people just in general, you're going to feel this. So you know what I'm talking about. When it has been unintentional or something completely off of our radar, uh, sometimes the natural response can be either to run away, uh, to ignore it, or to kind of go into ostrich mode, you know, like to to stick our head uh, in the sand or to just want to stay in bed and pull the covers over our head, right? Like whatever that is. And so instead of those things, I want you to resist those things, resist pulling back and instead lean into these things instead, okay? So three ways you can respond after making a cultural flub, all right? Here's number one. Acknowledge it. Very, very important. Acknowledge it. And this is whether you are dealing uh, individual to individual, uh, sometimes more importantly, if you are the leader of an organization or a business uh, or a faith community, acknowledge the mistake that you made. I I don't understand sometimes why uh, leaders don't want to admit when they were wrong. Um, if, if you were wrong and somebody brought something to your attention, it's actually a sign of strong leadership that you're self-aware enough to know that you can admit when, when someone brings something to your attention or something was wrong, particularly in the area of cultural mess ups. So make sure that you acknowledge it. And here's the thing, guys, don't leave stuff out. Um, acknowledge the mistake that you made and don't leave stuff out that you feel speaks directly to the problem. You know, sometimes, and, and I struggle with this too sometimes, I'm just gonna, just keeping it real. You know, sometimes we want to talk around the issue or we want to talk around the mistake. And the problem is, is that if we don't address it and say, I'm sorry for, and fill in the blank, uh, and then do some more explanation or whatever around the circumstance, it can make it look like it's disingenuous. Now, if someone, if you've, engage some way or you said something or did something and someone and it wasn't intentional but somebody is telling you that they believe it was intentional um, that's not something you need to own 
Um, that is something though that you can still acknowledge, but you can acknowledge it in such a way that you are uh, affirming the feeling that somebody else has when they experienced you in that space. All right. And so you don't, like I said, you don't have to own that um, if it wasn't intentional and you can share with that person that it was not intentional. It was actually unintentional, but still acknowledge that that person had that experience with you and that's how they felt. It's okay. It's not going to diminish you. Um, it's not going to start to pull parts of you away. Um, it's actually a sign of strong leadership and just strong personhood when you can own and acknowledge what you said, uh, what you did, or the cultural flub that you made. All right. So that's number one. Just acknowledge it. The second thing is this. Apologize. Okay. <laughs> when you acknowledge it, don't forget to apologize. Okay. So, sometimes that's a very small uh, small piece of our communication that we can miss sometimes uh, because we're trying to get the communication right or we're trying to get the, the thing out. Right. But don't forget to not only say, I realize that uh, I did X, Y, and Z, or this happened this way, the wrong way, or someone brought this to my attention, whatever it is, right? But don't forget to say, I'm sorry. It sounds, it sounds very uh, remedial, right? But I watch this happen to leaders and to people all the time that they could, you know, put out a statement from their uh, from their organization or their company and it can be like two pages long and all these things and have all of these words in it and the thing that they did not say was I'm sorry so be sure to apologize I'm sorry all right so first acknowledge and then to apologize and then the third thing I want to encourage you to do is ask ask the person that you harmed or the group of people that were uh, less than thrilled with your communication or your actions. Ask them if they would be generous enough to tell you how to do it better next time. That's usually the piece of uh, uh, putting relationships back together and earning trust again uh, that is, is also missing is ask people what you can do the next time to make it better so that finally that you can take the action that you need in order for uh, this not to happen again. Because the, the whole point is you don't want to keep making cultural flubs over and over and over again. And let me just tell you, if you are working for an organization or in a faith community, uh, wherever you are, wherever you find yourself and um, you are continuing to make the same cultural blunders over and over and over again, I want to let you know that it is no longer unintentional. It's intentional, particularly if someone has brought it to your attention several times and you have refused to take the advice that someone has given you, generously offered you advice, uh, told you exactly what to do next time, and you take what someone gave you and don't apply it and still keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again, I just got to tell you that's on you. And this is not the kind of thing I'm talking about. I'm talking about sort of, you know, one-offs. But if you are in a cycle of, you know, continuing 
to make cultural mistakes over and, and not even just mistakes, like the same mistake over and over and over again, um, then there's something wrong with that, right? What I'm talking about is once you're aware of the mistake or someone has brought it to your attention, ask generously of that people or that group of people and say, how can I do it better next time? Because you will learn um, and you end up uh, receiving uh, valuable information and learning from other people. And honestly, uh, whether you're in your, uh, your organization or wherever you find yourself, um, this is actually why people can feel a sense of exhaustion. See, people aren't exhausted around talking about cultural issues when people take what they say and then put it into practice and believe them. People get exhausted because they keep saying the same things over and over and over and over again. And the people around them don't believe them or don't act with what they say with a sense of urgency. That is why people are exhausted. And for some of you in your spaces, you may be confused why people around you are saying, you know, don't ask me that, or I don't want to be your teacher or things like that is because it could be because that when you do ask after you make cultural mistakes, uh, that you don't take any of their advice. You don't take any of their wisdom and change and do something new. So just know that. So when you make a cultural flub and you will, we all will, uh, as we are trying to get better cross-culturally, when you make a cultural flub, first acknowledge it. Remember, don't speak around it. Speak exactly to it. Acknowledge it. Second, apologize for what you did. Three, ask that person or that group of people, how can I do it better next time? Come on, let's lean in this week. Uh, this is a a short podcast this week, but let's lean in. Come on, let's lean in and practice and get better. Share your stories with me at NikkiLearner.com. If you send me an email there uh, online, it comes directly to me um, and I'll see it. I would love to connect with you. Let me know how the podcast is enriching your life and helping you practice one day at a time. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.